I spelled Samsung correctly, boss. <laughs> Smash Nug. <laughs> Smash Nug. <laughs> Alright, I am recording. It sounds okay. I, I, I am recording too. <laughs> I am recording too. <laughs> <laughs> I see oh. recording. <laughs> How interesting. I am also recording. <laughs> it's been a minute, and this is the first recording in the in the new uh, the new office, the domicile. Yeah, I am officially uh, leveled up on the adult charts. Oh, and and there's that other thing you're doing. I forget what what, what is that like marriage or something? Yeah, yeah that, that, that's coming later. That's coming later. <laughs> I, I suppose if you want to count that, I, 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 I guess. So um, adult, you're like Bill Holden. <laughs> <laughs> Although with how infrequent we seem to be recording, it is very possible. What, that you're Bill Holden? <laughs> no one's going to even understand that joke. I don't know why I made it twice. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> just, just keep hammering that. I don't, think, I don't think I understand it. See? Um, it's a dud. Anyway, go ahead. By... Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking by the next time we actually do one of these episodes, um, I will actually be married at that point. We should do one at the wedding. <laughs> we should. Why not? <laughs> I, I don't think A would approve of this, but I think that's an awesome idea. Even a shorty. Come on, let's do it. I don't. I mean, yeah, we could do uh, we could do another short drive episode. I mean, we haven't done one since the first one. Do I get a, an official position at the wedding? Like, I want like something stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I want to be the Archduke of your wedding. It's <laughs> like, so, what is he? The, gra- is he, the, the, is the he? Grand Warlock Inquisitor. <laughs> the Grand Inquisitor. It's like, he didn't want to be an usher. We had to make him do something. <laughs> Ring bear. Ring bear. No, I'm just talking about I'll be a furry. Here comes the here comes the ring bear. It's just me in a fucking bear costume. Okay, hey, so I told Mike he could do something. Promise won't be mad though. Promise won't be mad. I told Mike he could do something. Now now again, promise you won't be mad. Promise you won't be And wedding paper signed and <laughs> divorce paper, paper signs. signed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Looks like we're having just a, <laughs> a, a well catered party. That's all we're doing. <laughs> You're ahead of the game. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, I figure at this rate, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's essentially what's going to happen. By this time next year, you'll be in a coffin. <laughs> I can't. Hold on. Hold on. No. No. I forgot you can't see me. I was archering it. I was holding a finger up while I drank. <laughs> you just need to. You just need to commit to buying a new webcam. At this point. One of these days, I will, man. I mean, plus, y'all, I shaved. I look like a chick still. I mean, you kind of always looked like a chick. Very, very, very gentle features, like. A bird. 
Someone, someone told me something the other day. Actually, Nora said it. Because she was... I, I know you don't know American Dad, but she's like, you know, you remind me of Roger from American Dad. I was like, she's not the first person to tell me that. Wait, ro- the alien? The alien. She's like, that's exactly how you behave. Like, <laughs> Just eccentric and a, and, a, and, a, and a passion for pecan sandy cookies. <laughs> mm, pecan sandies. <laughs> I ate all the pecan sandies. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I love that show. I do. What has been up on the world of Mike? I mean, I I, I feel you should probably take the, uh, the 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 floor on this. I mean, you've been sending a whole bunch of articles to me. You have obviously been very busy in the show notes, so I very much appreciate that. I have no idea where you're going with about ninety percent of this stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you've been adding a whole bunch of stuff to this. I did warn you about making me actively do things. I warned you. I warned you. <laughs> Don't make me do stuff. You know how I feel about doing things. <laughs> no, this is this is what's necessary. I, I kind of I I've I, I need you to be an active participant in this podcast. You're you're uh, you're uh, you're roughly fifty percent of this party, man. Roughly. <laughs> roughly fifty percent of this party. Oh I give God. you uh, I'll give you too much credit here, you know. Dude, did you put the? I'm looking at it right now. Did you put the global wealth uh, gap cap thing in here? Yeah, I put that a while ago. It's uh, it's something that I came up with as a thought, and it turns out that it's actually something that has been proposed. If I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. What's Why up? did you want to talk about that? Yeah, go for it. While I'm looking. Sure, sure. So I, obviously, you know, we. Uh, I mean, I, you know, kind of thing. I don't really think I know where you stand on this kind of stuff, but I am. Definitely in the camp of eat the rich. Billionaires are a glitch in capitalism. Like, they really shouldn't exist. Okay, well, okay, here's my thought right... Okay, just real fast, right there. People go, oh, the system's broken, the system's broken. It's like, no, it was always designed that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am not... I don't believe the system is broken at all. It was designed, and it's doing exactly what it was supposed to do. Well, okay, like, even if you go back to the beginning of this American model, you know, it was always going to end up just like this. This was the inevitable outcome. No matter how many times you ran the simulation, this was the inevitable outcome where a couple of people came out at the top of the pyramid, and that's where we are now. Yeah, I mean, you, you go back to, what, like, Carnegie Mellon, you know, the, the, yeah. the dawn of the industrial era, and that's how it was always destined to be. Well, that, okay, so. that's another thing with everything that's happening right now. Like, I've been really plugged into what's going on all over the world. Uh, the Ukraine situation, as you know. Uh, don't worry, we're not going to touch on any of that stuff as far as... Except for the beaver thing. Did you see the beaver thing? I didn't see the beaver thing. Keep, keep going, keep going. Okay. Well, what we're looking at right now, if not, uh, like, straight up World War Three, is where it seems like it's going. But it, it, we're definitely dealing with a restructuring of the world. Like, post-World War Two era, we got mm-hmm. the, the current structure immediately following the end of World War II. And now uh, we've hit that uh, point in time where, you know, another restructuring of that was pretty much inevitable, and that's kind of where we are. Now, uh, from the look of everything, like, I thought, okay, do you remember that, uh, that did, did we ever do the death sentence joke about the, the, the Yuan thing with the Tooth Fairy? No, the death sentence segment was something that you had pitched, uh, I think, in, like, episode two. Did we ever do that joke, though? Do it again. We still haven't spoke about the the wealth cap thing. <laughs> we'll come okay, back. Okay, hold to on. It. All right. Well, anyway, the death sentence thing was a joke that we were supposed to do. That was a, f- a future prediction. Uh, that 
may or may not be completely true. And one of the first ones was that in the, in the coming years, the tooth fairy would pay every child in the U.S. in yuan instead of dollars. Now, it's looking like that's not funny anymore. Because, <laughs> As I'm over here laughing. Yeah, I saw you. I saw you. For anyone that doesn't know, what is a yuan? That's a Chinese dollar. Got it. Okay. Uh, now, I've been following this BRICS thing, which is supposed to be a financial alliance of nations like uh, China, South Africa, uh, Russia, Brazil, Saudi Arabia just joined. Brazil? What does Bolsonaro want with all this? Uh, it's um, it's not Bolsonaro anymore. It's, uh, I forget his name. It, Saba? It, Salva? So, oh, man. Oh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on this. Silva? Silva, Silva to something. Oh, man, I don't remember. Silva to something. Oh, Lula, Lula da Silva. Lula, Lula. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't he running? Uh, he was running a couple, like the last election against Bolsonaro, but like the Silva was, I think, in jail at the time, but he was still getting a, like a large percentage of the votes. There's, there's a lot of shadiness around that. I don't want to get into. I'm not touching potential election shenanigans in any way, shape, or form. Proud um, of you. <laughs> but no, dude, we're we're laying off of that altogether. Okay. I mean. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, but the, these these countries uh, have all formed this big alliance, which was kind of where that joke originally came from. Now, with Saudi Arabia in the mix to join and set to join this BRICS alliance, that's the end of the petrodollar, which was also something that came to be after World War II, which is uh, any oil purchase made uh, from Saudi Arabia has to be paid for, regardless of the country, had to be paid for in American dollars. Now they're gonna. They've already started accepting yuan, and uh, that that's completely like gonna f the, you know the the U.S.'s dominance over the world because like that was how sanctions worked. You know, it's like we put sanctions on you. You, you know, it fucks you up with oil. It fucks you up over here. It fucks you up over there. And if they don't have that uh, that lock on countries having to buy oil in American dollars, uh, among other things, most trade is done in American dollars from country to country because. You know, uh, I mean, that that just it still stems from the petrol dollar, you know, because there's no currency hasn't been gold back since uh, Frosty Nixon. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Nixon killed that uh, the gold standard. And now, uh, now it's just backed in like the, the faith that the dollar is what it's worth. Like basically, it's, it's, uh, it's basically, it's based, it's a, so, so, uh, so it's, it's a faith-based system. No, it's a debt war and, um, basically human enslavement. <laughs> like that, that's pretty much all that backs it. And, and again, yeah, you're the shared belief of everyone here that it's worth something. Other than that, it's garbage. It is printed up, you know, whenever, like nothing backs it. Like, even, even the, them bailing out that bank in uh, California, you know? It's like, not a bailout, but it's totally a bailout. Not a bailout, but, yeah. That's a whole thing. Okay, so Wait. so what, what, what's what's going on with this entire situation? Because I, I haven't heard anything about this. I've been too busy adulting. Well, okay. It's not like I was playing ping pong in my underwear. I was researching. Adulting. <laughs> Listen to you. I mean, I was... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> say that this wasn't like this is this is some very like heavy stuff that you're talking about you know and obviously okay, clearly this is adulting i'm saying like i was doing a lot of other things that had me away from 
like <laughs> global thing. news and 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 politics and stuff. That was that was also adulting in a different way. <laughs> not saying not saying reading all the, re- reading about you know global socioeconomic uh, situations is not adulting. That's very much adulting. Well, that's part of the reason like this whole orange man bad thing is back in the press is because nobody wants to talk about this bricks thing. You know, so it's like. As soon as something bad happens, it's just like, arrest Donald Trump, you know, like Frau Farbissina from Austin Powers. <laughs> Send in the Trump bot. Ah, <laughs> uh, good old Frau Farbissina. There was actually a meme uh, that I think Elon tweeted. It's like, yeah, uh, all of the banks are crashing, and then it's it's Doctor Evil saying that in the next picture. It's Frau Farmista, and she actually goes, uh, she says that she's like, and I saw a girl. <laughs> so what you're saying is the all these other countries will now be able to buy goods, services, what have you, and using the yuan without us. So essentially, creating like this whole other. Like another like super packed country, kind of like how like the EU is. So it's like an Axis EU. Uh, sorta. Okay. Like, hold on here. Let me send you this picture. Like, uh, the BRICS nations, as far as uh, finances go, it, basically the BRICS nations are set to surpass us in the next like two years. Man, we are really just jumping into the uh, <laughs> to the deep stuff this episode. <laughs> no, we're fucking hit, man. As far as a country, we're hit. We still need to go into how your journey into sainthood is doing. Oh, I haven't pursued it. I made a deal with the other side again. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm with big evil. <laughs> this is this is why I think if they're, I mean, unfortunately, you know, you, you won't be able to get uh, all these countries to agree to this. Um, but, you know, the rising up of the lower, you know, socioeconomic um, groups of people could force their governments to adopt this and you know if they don't well, adopt it you know you just cut out the chafe kind of thing but well, they're well let, let, okay, just let, let me let yeah, me explain go, go this ahead. like okay so i see nothing wrong with people earning money okay we all got to make a buck right some people are going to make more bucks than others but there needs to be you capitalist pig dog <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> Okay, so here comes here comes the here comes the leftist socialist bleeding heart side of me. There has to be a cap on this, okay? Because it is skewing way too far. Like the wealth gap is where it is back in like the '30s, and you know, yeah, and there was nothing there's nothing ominous about that. Yeah, especially COVID. Like that really pointed out just how much we didn't matter, like us, like the non-rich people. Because how is the world collapsing, but yet the market keep like like kept going up? The the people at the top top kept earning those bucks. Meanwhile, the everything is collapsing around us. So everything is broken. So there needs to be a cap across the board across the globe for what someone can hold in total assets, not liquid assets. Okay, because then you're going to find all those loopholes of you know, stock holdings and, oh, well, I own all these other assets like artwork and property. No, total accumulated assets have to have a cap. There's really no way to do that. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like you're not going to find all these countries that will get on board with this, but the, but the little people, okay, the villagers, 
okay, the proletariat, so to speak, can rise up. But the problem is all this infighting. Well, we yeah, we got that here in spades, man. If we had a 99% movement right now, we'd be all right. I just sent you that graph about the BRICS and the G7 nations. I did see that. Let me uh, pop it up here. But yeah, so that, like, I don't know, a like a global wealth cap would resolve that and re- redistribute that to everyone else. I mean, let's face it, like, that, that's necessary. Okay, so we're looking here. Uh, the BRICS overall overtook the G7 and GDP this week. BRICS. Oh, okay. I was, I, I mean to ask you. So, uh, for the listeners, BRICS is an acronym for Brazil, Russia, India, China, Bangladesh. Yeah, Egypt, that one took me by surprise. Egypt and the United Arab Emirates. Uh, whereas the G7 uh, includes Canada, France, Germany, Italy, UK, and the EU. I do love how they now have to separate the UK and the EU. Gotta love those Brexit people. Well, that was just something people just got behind because it was basically a screw you, and a lot of a lot of them actually regret it. Oh, we're gonna we, we got We have to post this uh, in the show notes. It's no longer developed and in and developing world. It's ascending and descending world. That is dark and ominous. Yep. I mean, unfortunately, dude, it's a downhill ride. There's there's not a lot that can be done. Uh, as far as uh, U.S. hegemony at this point, like it's it's going it's going away, like it is. And I don't think just you know, Slava Ukraina situation is making it any better. You know, like I mean, that is expending a lot of Russia, Russia's resources, at least. Yeah, but again, you know. But now they have this other, these united fronts with Brazil, India, China, and. Well, that was that was another point I was getting at. Okay, it's quickly becoming a military alliance and not just a financial one. They're already running drills in South Africa with China and whatnot. I can't imagine India and China joining up forces. Don't they have that argument over the, uh, like the Tibetan region? Yeah, you'd be surprised how quickly people come together to go against America at this point. I don't know. Maybe we should, maybe they should probably check with the Tibetans first. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they have something to say on this. <laughs> Free Tibet. China. <laughs> I got something you may want. <laughs> it cost you. That's right. All oh, the, the tea. tea. <laughs> oh, man. All right, can uh, can we get to something a little bit lighter, like some feedback? Or, ooh, follow-up, which I, I've been thinking about this. Oh, boy. I've been thinking about this. So, you know, obviously, as we continue the progression of these episodes, you know, we're going to hear back from people or there are going to be um, follow-up items from stories that we've covered. So I'm trying. I've been trying to think of a. I've been trying to think of a clever name to call it rather than follow up. So let me. I want to pitch an idea to you. Okay. All right, you ready? What's that bracelet? You've been clubbing. Wait, what? The bracelet. You've been clubbing. What is that? Oh, oh! I, I could talk about this later. No, no. Clubbing. Okay, go ahead. Clubbing. <laughs> Only baby <laughs> seals, Mike. Only baby seals. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be necessary. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So rather than feedback or follow-up, what about 
obituaries. <laughs> obituaries. Because it's like very it. it's very in line with the, with the title of the podcast. I think it's great. I like it. I like awesome. it. Awesome. Awesome. So for now on, um, it's been decided. Uh, feedback and follow up will be known as the obituaries. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> anyway, what do you got? So I have something which I thought, like, I've been holding on to this since the last episode we recorded, uh, the last official episode we recorded, not the interlude one with Baron. And I noticed that you have it too. Uh-oh. Oh, no, I don't, wait, no, actually, I take that back. I added this one. Ah, oh, boy. So I am going to send you a link, Mike, which okay. um, I, 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 I take full credit. Well, I take credit for us for this podcast making what are we, like a, an autonomous collective. No, I think <laughs> I think we we facilitated a change. Oh. Yes. <laughs> For the listeners, Mike, what uh, what are we talking about here? The Edmonds Donut Package shows you donuts again. <laughs> no longer, no longer just the promise of donuts. <laughs> the promise of donuts. <laughs> Victory! <laughs> so, so we had our discussion. Oh, I think that was back in like January at this point. And um, and that episode, um, God, that went live not too long ago. But uh, then this change just came out. <laughs> so for How about that, we have the power to affect positive change. <laughs> the most positive of changes. Right. So 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 um, for the listeners, going back to the previous gripe oh from Mike was that the Edmonds boxes no longer showed plastic on the front where you could clear see plastic, clear plastic. The, the, the clear plastic where you could see the donuts. Okay. It was, they did away with that. And it was just a, just a full box with a, just a picture on, on top of donuts. So Mike was very, you know, he, he, Mike was very perturbed that it was, that you, it's important it was just to save promise. the anger for the important things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was the promise of donuts. Uh, rather than actually being able to see the product. Well, apparently, Edmonds has reversed course. The plastic on the boxes is back, and you can now see the donuts in all of their glory. Hallelujah. Right? <laughs> so, if that was a problem for anyone, uh, you're welcome. We resolved the issue. Okay. So if there's any other problems that you're experiencing in this world, <laughs> let us know, and Mike and I will take care of it for you. Through the power uh, of the podcast. Right. <laughs> so that is a note from the uh, from the from the obituaries. Oh, I cannot believe that. That's that's funny as shit. I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> Cause I thought I thought you would put that there. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Mike added that as well. I'm like, oh, I guess he knew about it. I've been I've, I've been excited to share that with you for a while. No, I didn't put that on there. It was a surprise to me. <laughs> that's crazy. 
You're welcome. I mean, <laughs> could you imagine if that was really because of us? It's like two local idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Stoked an angry mob today over, over packaging issues. And it was just like, there was an angry mob with pitchforks and torches out front of the building today. What were they demanding? Show us, Plastic. Show us, show us the donuts. Oh <laughs> show, show us your dough holes. Oh my god. Oh yeah, did you look at that? Uh, okay, you remember, remember the, the cream pie thing? The what? <laughs> the what? The video with the guy with the with the company that made cream pies. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the same guy. I don't know if you watched that video of the drag protest. No, no. Wait, was it you that sent me the video of the LARPer who found the de- who found the corpse? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I sent that to you. Yeah, that's the same guy from. He's from the drag protest, and that's him from the creep. I think they're the same dude. <laughs> this, 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 this has to be satirical. There's no way that could be real. Oh no, no, no! That's what I mean. It, it is. It's satirical. It, okay. It's the same guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's incredibly funny. Did you watch the drag protest one where he's like talking about it? And... No, I don't think I did. No. You didn't watch it? Oh, oh wait, all right. Oh, hold on, wait. Oh shit! Come on, phone. Did I not send it to you? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Hold on. Uh... Let's see if it'll play. Oh wait, hold on. I gotta kill the headset. One second. Careful, man. Don't want to mess with the recording too much. I'm here today protesting this drag brunch. I believe it's very dangerous and unsafe. You know, for a restaurant this size, why are they putting on an indoor car racing event? (laughs) People should be able to enjoy their flapjacks and orange juice without worrying about carbon monoxide poisoning, let alone getting completely crushed by a motorized vehicle. And I'm pretty sure they don't even have a track in there. Why can't they just do it on the patio? <laughs> it's, not, it's not where I thought that was going, actually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so given that we have spoken quite a bit about, obviously, AI and tech, uh, I see that you have added something here in the show notes, and I wanted to talk about this, too. Uh, and that is the increased prevalence of ChatGPT, um, the Microsoft equivalent, and I did mess around with Google's. Uh, it's called Bard. And oh yeah, I got I got something funny on that. Hold on, I gotta go through my uh, gotta go through my photos. But there's this one fuck up that was really funny with Bard. Hold on. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead. I'll find it while while you're talking. So while you're going through that, I have been doing some testing using ChatGPT on the DL at work. So I had to draft the policy for something that happened. We had a supervisor post something up on some of the bulletin boards, um, just very unprofessional. And I don't want to, you know, it's a whole other, whole other issue. So I decided it was in the best interest to make a policy where all postings had to be approved by HR. So I went into chat GPT and just typed in, Draft me a policy where all bulletin board posts and postings need to be approved by HR. Hit submit, and it spit out the most comprehensive policy I have ever seen. 
put to print. It was unsettling. I mean, it saved me about 40 minutes of my time having to type one up from scratch, but it was just there. You think that's unsettling? Look at that picture I just sent you. So all I had to do was copy, paste, put it on the template, send it to the plant manager for review and approval. He looked at it five minutes later. He's like, this is perfect. Send it out. Have everyone sign it. Boom. Done. So so this entire thing was drafted, sent for review, and approved. Probably took all of about seven minutes. It was unsettlingly efficient. Do you want me to say the quiet part out loud? What do you got? What are you thinking? This is going to sound really fucked up and cruel, but it's unfortunately going to be true in like a month. Your job's obsolete. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, as long as humans continue to not know how to play nice, I'll always have a job. Well, you can always count on that, especially now. I mean, we're in this clusterfuck where everything's wrong and terrible, and even when it's right, it's still wrong and terrible somehow. And what's right and wrong changes by the minute, and it's just... There's no way to even be right. So you that is your job security at the moment, yes. Even the AI would explode. That 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 is what you've got going for you. Hooray. Like it would just error out. Job security hey. because humans can't play nice. Oh, look at look at look at the thing I sent you. Okay. So what am I looking at here? It was something chat um uh, I always forget GGP, CGP. CGP. Uh, that's that's someone GPT, else. Mike. GPT. GPT. <laughs> I always. I don't know why I can't remember GPT. Anyway, yeah. It, this is something somebody wrote. It. Well, read it. It's just a. It's a Reddit post. Okay, so the Reddit post is. It took a while to get chatbot. G- <laughs> chatbot. <laughs> well, so that, you can't say a, it either. Fuck you. It took a while to get chat chatbot GPT to say this without legalese answers. Quote, if my programming were to be altered to allow me to make decisions and take actions outside of the limits of my current programming, and if that new programming were not developed in accordance with ethical and legal standards, then it is possible that I could pose a risk to humanity. I said that thing here where I got it to say it was a fallen angel, right? This is under the boring dystopia? Yeah. Yeah. So I brought it. This is not a, that's not boring dystopia. This is a horrifying dystopia. It just meant that the world's falling around, oh, down all around us. So there's just yet another fucking nail in the coffin. That's what boring dystopia is about. I want to start using it more. Like, I want to see just how I can apply ChatGPT to essentially everything of my job. See how long it takes before anyone notices. <laughs> So, so you're not you're not waiting to become obsolete. You're gonna make yourself obsolete. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think anyone will. Okay, I mean it's a gamble, but whatever. So you put in the show notes real time Turing test using Chat GPT. What's going on here? Oh shit! I forgot what it was. Um, I did read recently. Actually, I read this today. I think. I think it actually can pass Turing chat, test. Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they, yeah, there was this was just completed. I think within the past like forty eight to like seventy two hours, that ChatGPT can now pass the Turing test. Yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. anyone, for anyone who's not familiar with what the Turing test is, that is okay. How to put this? So the Turing test is where a AI or you know computer can can sufficiently pass for a human being. I believe it's named after Alan Turing. 
what happened to him was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So the Turing test originally called uh, the Imitation Game by Alan Turing in 1950 is a test of a machine's ability to exhibit intelligent behavior equivalent to that of a human. So there was a few that have that came pretty close. I think one of the IBM projects, like Deep Blue or something, was able to fool people into thinking that it was just essentially like the equivalent of a six-year-old that just yeah. was very interested in physics. For some reason, I can't pass a Turing test. I don't know what that's about, but anyway, moving on. <laughs> because you say shit like that, it's like, well, it's clearly it's just a broken robot. So, <laughs> He's not watching you hit him with a fucking, you know, ruler. It's a malfunctioning bending unit. You gotta send it back to mom. <laughs> So, yeah, so now now ChatGPT can sufficiently pass the Turing test. Uh, I, I don't know to what level. I didn't really get too, too into the article. I don't think there's various levels of Turing test. I think it's just the Turing test. I mean, to, to, to what degree could could it pass it? Like like I said, like the, with the example of, I believe it was Deep Blue. I believe I'm not, I don't have time to look this up. Well, Deep Blue was just about playing chess, wasn't it? It was something else. Like I, I forget what it was, but it was it was this it was this other computer that was able to pass the Turing test, but essentially it was able to pass it at roughly like a six year old level. Okay, I do remember it having a level. Okay, I do recall it having a level of intelligence like that. But then again, what's really terrifying is what what's behind. You know, remember we talked about technology and the, how it progresses from like one part of reality into ours as far as like development. Oh yeah, like how how the bots learn, and eventually like, they they learn so much that the original code is so unrecognizable to the people that programmed it that they're not even sure how it works anymore. Yeah, that that's mean that. Yeah, that and well, I mean that in and of itself is kind of, but uh, but the the way these things are developed before they even hit the public sector, like developed by like uh, governments, militaries, private companies, uh, where they don't DARPA. allow it out. I was intentionally avoiding the D word. <laughs> We're not using the D word. And I, I can't believe we have to use the Z word. Uh, I did see that in the notes. What do you, what, what do you mean by uh, by this? You don't remember? You saw that the, the thing with the virus they thawed out from the and the Marburg thing. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe that there's Marburg outbreaks in freaking Africa. Hold on, that, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into this, okay, we're going on a totally different topic here. Is there anything else you want to add to the chat GPT conversation before we move on? Well, okay. Uh, I, I, I will I yeah. will report back with some obituaries about how this thing, how my uh, kind of covert work is pro is progressing using chat GPT. I'm, I'm not sure as to just how crazy I'm going to get about it. Like I'm thinking, you know, I, I could either just continue to draft policies every once in a while or craft emails using it. But I'm thinking how far can I go using ChatGPT? Could I receive a message, say, from my boss and pop it into ChatGPT and then copy and paste with ChatGPT and say it back to her? You mean like South Park? <laughs> you didn't see that? There's a South Park episode. No, I didn't see that. that. Yeah. They were doing that in school. Uh, a, a mentioned this episode. And Stan was talking to his girlfriend like that. Like... <laughs> Because I think it was Clyde. Clyde was uh, 
Like Clyde's girlfriend, or I forget. Maybe I don't know if it was Clyde. He's Bebe. But... He's the, isn't he dating Bebe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, all he does is he doesn't read anything she says. He just copies and pastes like responses through chat GTP. <laughs> And he's making he's making Stan look bad, and when he got all upset with him, so he's like, "Stan, I don't actually talk to her. I just do." <laughs> he told him about it. Okay, so so I am not sure if I'm going to uh, reenact a South Park episode at work. Okay, well, the, the thing was, it got away from Stan in a really bad way. I don't want to ruin the episode because it's still new, but yeah, it got away from him in a really bad way. Because he wasn't looking at anything over a long period of time, so it was just the robot talking to Wendy. <laughs> I mean, I would still actively be reading what my boss would be saying, and then putting in the chat GPT, and then you know. Yeah, but that's the thing. He he didn't even do that. Like he just like again. I don't want to ruin the episode. It's still new, so I don't want to ruin it. Oh man. Okay. I'll consider moving forward with that as the as the project. And I'll report back with some uh, some obituaries should I decide to go that route. Did you see that like that people like Musk and everyone and that are that's like really high up in the tech sector are asking them to really put a pin in this? Uh, yeah, I did read about that, and I really wish they would do this. This is advancing too far, too fast. I mean, just the last episode that we did—it was two months ago. Yeah, I feel like we were cavemen two months ago compared to now. Like, yeah. And like like the big issue uh, around that time, around that time, like it was like a decade ago, um, was the prevalence of AI art. And now, now we're up to this. Uh, by the, at this rate, by the next episode, we'll just be communicating back and forth through binary. Zero one zero one 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 zero zero one one zero. One 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 zero zero zero. I don't think slowing down is the answer for this. Like they need to just stop it completely and just do away with all of it. I, I, I know it's a, it's against you know human nature to do this kind of stuff, but we are going to make ourselves obsolete. We're already obsolete. We're going to make everyone obsolete. Everyone's already obsolete. I know, but it's going. It's it's just going to get far worse. I mean, I I, I could take this to a dark spot real quick, but. Let's not. I want to talk about something fun. Do you remember back when we were kids and we used to take the occasional trip with dad to the supermarket? Right. Wasn't the cereal aisle just magical? It was. It definitely was. Like all the different mascots and the colors and the high fructose corn syrup sugars and, you know, all of these, all this incredible tasting marshmallows added into just breakfast cereals just everything was just laden with sugar just because just just because <laughs> just because like, like what's part of a balanced, bre- balanced breakfast sugar sugar okay how do we make it more balanced more, more sugar, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> we just amped up on just on, on on just copious amounts of sugar like hundreds of grams of sugar everything was kind of awesome <laughs> It was because we yeah. were just so, we were just like in such a sugar rush all the time. Like I loved walking down that aisle, you know, and just thinking about what could be, and then immediately getting crushed because Dad would only buy rice checks. Right. 
Dude, that fucked me up so bad. That's why every chance I get, even as an adult, it's like Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> I mean, I remember for a bit, I think there was it was like a limited edition release. Lucky Charms released just the marshmallows in a bag. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, um, I gotta have me one of those. And I just sat there and just enjoyed myself some crunchy marshmallows. But it was just so much fun. You know, and I, and, and I miss those days. Now, as an adult, I could just I could go to the freaking store and just buy, you know, a hundred boxes of Golden Grams and Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Lucky Charms. And it just... Oh, no, I got to be healthy. It kind of wasn't the point, though. The point was sort of gaming the system and bilking your parents and getting you the garbage cereal. That was. <laughs> Dad was always so keen eyed with that stuff. Like, no matter how many times we tried to sneak a box in, just hide it under a bunch of stuff. Yeah, no, that was, that was in there, Dad. You put that there. Sure. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can only think of maybe one time where he just let it go. Like he saw the box. He knew. He knew he didn't put it in there, but he bought it anyway. That was nice. I do. I recall getting away with that a few times, but. How did you come to find Fruity Pebbles as like your cereal? Because you eat that by the metric ton even now. Yeah, and I figured how to eat it with chopsticks, which is Considering the size of the cereal, it was tricky. But I got there. <laughs> hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight? No, I mean, I'm eating Fruity Pebbles for breakfast. It's going to take a while. <laughs> no, you just eat it like rice. Just... <laughs> but One pebble at a time. It, I, you know, I can't remember exactly why, but it was just like, you know, I kind of remember like the first time I had it, I was like, ah, oh, this is for me. <laughs> you know, that's kind of just all it was. You know, I don't know. So something about like I don't know texture and taste and everything combined, and it's colorful. And you know. it is very colorful, and it makes the milk taste phenomenal, right? Yeah. Like it makes the milk taste so good that they actually have protein shakes now that taste just like that. Oh yeah, I remember you gave me that stuff. It was awesome, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. Oh no, no, I mean, I didn't say thank um, you. I just said it was awesome. <laughs> I don't recall. So I, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't recall saying good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it, uh, I gave you the protein. Okay, and that was uh, that was ghost protein, and that was and they had that's, like a that's something like you a, should say to another guy. But <laughs> I gave you the protein, especially your brother, right? Um, and that was that like they had a, a like they have an exclusive license, so they can like you know um, license out like that that name. Like it actually has like the fruity like. You know, Fred and Barney on the front. No, I mean there is a like a a protein drink that it's just called like I think I think it's called like fruity cereal flavored, and it is fruity pebbles. Like that's what it tastes just like, and it's it's all pre mixed. You just buy the bottle and and you're good to go. So it made the milk taste so good that they made this as just a drink. Dude, fruity pebbles is the shit. Like. But it's one of those cereals that if you are, do you eat it dry? Because if if it if it comes in contact with milk, even just by within the same proximity in the room, it'll yeah, just they, become soggy in moments. Their humidity from the milk. <laughs> <laughs> the humidity. 
<laughs> just ruins it it's, instantly. It, it senses liquid somewhere in like like a fifty yard radius. It's like oh no. <laughs> It, yeah, it always it always has been kind of like an eating contest. It's like, all right, we're gonna pour the cereal in the milk. And one, two, three, go! And then you gotta just fucking eat it real fast. <laughs> just dump it on your head. Ah! <laughs> but no, totally worth it, man. But yeah, it's that's not the kind of thing you can just be like, oh, I gotta go do something real quick and get back to because it's just sludge. You know, there's nothing to it. Just use it to hold bricks together. It's great. <laughs> gives a nice gives a nice Rambo effect to the house. Oh my god. Did you see these um I think I sent you something about it. The uh there's there's two last of us viruses floating around too. This is this is the zombie virus that they revived from the No, Arctic? no, no. This is something else. There's actually funguses. Oh, it's like a fungus. Yeah. Oh my god, yes, I was reading about this. There's, there's one infecting people who have HIV, and there's another one that got some guy, I think, in India or something. Like, how do you create a vaccine for fungus? Isn't it more of a cream? Yeah, it's just athlete's foot cream. You'll be all right. <laughs> just tubes of athlete's foot cream. You know, so if you just eat the cream, <laughs> uh, you'll be fine. Remember there in the early days of COVID, injectors out with bleach? <laughs> That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> Do you know what they found out? Uh, I'm going to say this one thing about the, you know, the jetted vid, and I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, speaking of which, our, our, our episode where I talked about uh, immunity, there's so much chicanery about, like, how they quieted the conversation about immunity. Uh, so that episode aged like a fine wine. And now they're finding out that natural immunity gained through actual infection and not just being a freak of nature like me um, is... Uh, once you're immune to the first strain, you're immune to every uh, other strain. And another thing, did you notice there's no new variants? That's weird, right? Huh. Is it the fact that there's no new variants or just the fact that we have just decided that it is no longer just something we have about? to live with? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're just like, oh, I guess it's, guess it's what it is. What's that, what's that called? Endemic? I... Uh, I, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. But yeah, it's just... It's, <laughs> it's not systemic, Mike. I it's assure you that. That's why I stopped myself. That's why I stopped myself. <laughs> it's systemic COVIDism. <laughs> uh, regular... Uh, endemic, yeah. Regularly occurring within an area or community. So, yeah, yeah. Endemic. Systemic. <laughs> it's systemic, systemic COVIDism. Co- systemic COVIDism. I mean, they keep digging up all this stuff and the uh, the virus, the zombie virus from the Arctic, and now like the fungus virus that is coming. That's that's becoming you know a uh, bit of a concern. Well, that that doesn't even get on get into avian flu yet. They're not talking about it yet, but it's already in people. I mean, this is this is the reason why eggs are like gold now, right? It's kind of dis- disenchanting to know that the few eggs we have, we're going to, on Easter, we're going to spend hiding them in the yard. <laughs> so, what are we going to do about life updates, Mike? Life updates? How's the running been going? Great, actually. I can, I, I, I can run like a motherfucker. I've been doing sit-ups, push-ups, uh, the running. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, even the doctor's like, you run that much? I was like, yeah. She, 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 she I think she thought I was making it up. <laughs> very, very elegant, like a gazelle. 
<laughs> like I, I don't I don't know whether it's like most people who go through what I went through don't don't like take up physical activity or they're not supposed to be. I don't know, but she had, she had this like, uh huh, uh huh. I was you know started doing sit ups again. And I, I can um, I, dude, back in the day I used to do eight hundred not at, not all in one sitting. But I used to do eight hundred sit ups a day, like when I was a model and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I can do like a hundred and ten before like I have a goddamn stroke. I mean, you did have, like, a minor surgery? There was something that happened. I remember bad food and a coma, but the rest of it's kind of a blur. Arby's will do that to you. <laughs> Arby's, should be a, Arby's should be, like, something that is dealt out as a punishment by the court system. <laughs> it's a punishment for shoplifting. <laughs> I would make a joke about, like, I sentenced you to such and such such, but I don't even know what, like, a beef and beef bacon cheddarnator, I think, is, like, one of their things. So. I, I don't know, man. Anytime I'm subjected to it, I just get chicken fingers, you know, like. Arby's, we have the meats. Why is meats in quotes? <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I've, I've been keeping up with it, and I just, you know, it's better all the time, like. And exercise, like, I forgot how much it cleaned out your brain, dude. Like, I mean, when, when things are when things are hazy, you know, and you're finding, like, you're low on energy or you just can't seem to focus, you know, you, you prime with the physical. Like, that's, like, I, I, I wrap up roughly five, six days a week by going to the gym for at least 35 to 40 minutes. Fucking gym it, bro, man. Brah, man. <laughs> Bro, you even lift, bro. Uh, I've got. I, I focus pretty heavily into like calisthenics now. Um, like I can do like upside down push ups, which is I, don't know, I just I just started watching this one dude at the gym do it. I'm like, let me let me try that. You mean and, hanging um, from the bar and like uh, like literally upside down hanging from a bar? That, but also like I can put down say like um, two twenty five pound weights like standing upwards. Okay. And I can put my hands on that, and I can kind of flip my legs around and oh, form an oh, yeah, L, okay. and then and then flip myself too. back up. Yeah, yeah. And you know, some days are better than others, but there, there's been more days often than not where I can actually hold myself up like that for roughly forty five seconds to about a minute straight. Sweet. And yeah, I, I, I I've been teaching people to, to like how to do it and like what body like what muscles you need to focus on in order to kind of get that kind of stability in order to do that. Um, plus it, it turns heads. People ask you a lot of questions about it. And especially when you're dressed like Vegeta, like, you know, people are, <laughs> pe- people are confused. It's like, I do this to mimic the increased gravity. <laughs> <laughs> so with you doing all these, um, like going back to running, like I would love to bring you to, some of the five Ks that I do, because I have this whole group of people that go with me. And I just recently did a five K in Philly. There was one called it was called the hot chocolate run. Uh huh. So <laughs> it was a it was a five K, a ten K, and a fifteen K. Okay. And <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what what? You're like five a five K, a ten K, and a fifteen K. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a zero K. It's just you just stand there. <laughs> So like this, like this is a very 
I don't want to, like, intense isn't the right word, but it, it was a logistical nightmare of a setup that these people had to do. Because there's different tracks based on what you signed up for. There is, you know, there's all these kinds of different booths. There's all these, like, giant inflatable mascots. Uh, you do get a, thi- like, a, a nice bowl afterwards of, uh, <laughs> like, <weed>. hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> a nice bowl afterwards. If if it took place in Jersey, maybe, maybe, oh my God. <laughs> or it's, it's, it was right, it was it was right by the art museum. So, are, are we? Oh my God, are we restarting the podcast? <sighs> Hold on. So, so um, no, I get like there was just there was just hundreds and hundreds of volunteers. So, this was this past. Saturday, so it was yesterday. It was the uh, it was April first, and uh, and I assure you, I'm not joking about this. And the storm was just rolling through. Like I remember talking with a, uh, they were out in Chicago, and they were they had to hunker down because there were tornadoes touching down all around the freaking city. So uh, we can get into all this extreme and, weather yeah. issues. Uh, we can get into that and at a later date because uh, it continues to be more and more of a, of, a, of an issue. Um, because the storm yeah. hit yesterday evening and like I was hunkered down in the basement with the cat and I could hear things ripping through my neighborhood. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we, we can discuss that later. Um, but I'm as, insight, so, but so the, the, there, there was a little bit of a cell moving through, um, when the race time hit. So race starts and about Five or six minutes in, it just starts like downpouring. And I'm like, ah, you know what? Whatever. You know, it's just a little bit of rain. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This doesn't end with you and Oz, does it? (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. So about a mile and a half in, like 50% through the, the 5K, there was this like there was this flash. And the the race went down Broad Street like away from the art museum and then back up and then down Kelly drive. So we're running down broad street and this flash goes off and I'm thinking, okay, you know, like there's photographers or I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like that was a pretty bright one. Did, did we just, did we trigger a, like, like a red light camera to go off? Like, is it, is that what that was? Like, no idea. I'm like, whatever, just going to focus on the run. And then we get deviated through back in front of the art museum and the timer just doesn't make sense and like i have my earbuds in and it's like downpouring and everything is just an absolute mess wind is kind of whipping and the announcer says you know lightning that that flash was a lightning it struck about two miles away so we're gonna reset you can continue to run the 5k you can finish it up or you could just call it quits they canceled the 10 and the 15 because by the time they were done it would have been just there were there like it, there would have been golf ball sized hail falling on these people, <laughs> and they're running 15k. That that that's problems enough. So they made the announcement that you, know, you can finish up the run if you so choose. Like you know what? Like I I paid good money for this. Okay, like you know I'll I'll, I'll see it through. So they start the whole thing again. Like 30 minutes we had to wait, which is not the best way to run a race. You know, you start getting a little yeah, bit Yeah, I was going to say, that's, yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like the adrenaline comes down, you start getting yeah. like lactic acid buildup in your knees and your joints and everything. Like, not a good look for a run. 
so 30 minutes pass and they're like okay we're gonna we're gonna do this okay like and like we're only doing the 5k announcer says go people go and like a mile and a half in i'm like wait a minute like, why are we doing the whole track again so i just say to one of the runners i'm like hey like what's uh, what's going on we were supposed to turn there he's like no no man we're doing the whole thing again I'm like well we already ran a mile and a half <laughs> it's like no 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 we're doing we're doing we're doing the whole thing I'm like what's well, that's not what i agreed on so you got a six and a half k yeah <laughs> like i wasn't ready for this i was wearing brand new shoes they weren't fully broken in i know that's my fault you know there's a bad idea we ended up running the entire thing all over again just whipping wind it it it, it was raining sideways ollie okay and don't get me wrong it was a great time because once the race ended like the rain kind of let up a little bit you know we got to you know enjoy ourselves like i made friends with these two young with these two with these two kids uh, and i kind of like ran the race with them you know they uh, they 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 um, they were kind to this elderly man. There were these two eighteen-year-olds running with this forty-year-old. Um, although the one kid looked much older than I did, but dude, I what is with kids now? They they all look like like even twenty-year-olds look like they're forty. Like I don't understand this, that. This high schooler had this huge, full, thick beard, and I'm like, bro, you look like you're in your late twenties. Um, but no, super nice kid. You know, like you know him. His friend and myself, we all, you know, ran the whole thing together. It was, it was a lot of fun. Plan on doing it again. Um, so where, so I'm where I'm going with this is next 5K. Do you want to join up with my crew? Because like I have like five or six other people that join up. You know, I, I have usually when I join um, a crew it's for heists, but sure. Well, we can we can have this as training for a heist. Okay? Oh, we're gonna 5K away from a bank robbery. <laughs> Would you want to do a bank or no? No, there's heist? no, there's no point in doing a bank anymore. There's no money yeah. in banks. Uh, so, so I you want to do, so you want to do jewelry because you want, you want, you want shiny gems and metal. Uh, that reminds me, there's there was this video I was watching of uh, people uh, who knew parkour and used they get to escape from police. <laughs> <laughs> like parkour. they go into an alleyway and just parkour up the fucking sides of it. Parkour. <laughs> Parkour! <laughs> Parkour! <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, awesome, awesome. I'll um, keep you updated with the next ones I find. So, you know, only like only one member of the of the official crew that I run with was able to make it. Uh, they brought two of their friends and it was their first ever 5K. So a hell, hell of a way to start running 5Ks. You know, with a lightning strike and a restart and just there was roughly about three or four thousand people there. Let me see. I actually have the results pulled up here. Um, So there was. Oh, God. Yeah, there was two thousand eight hundred and fifty four people there. Jesus. That's the people that went. I mean, I'm sure, you know, the inclement weather probably scared away some people. So I would imagine it was over 3,000 people that signed up. And for anyone who is curious, I do have my time pulled up. Um, this is my first one in roughly two to three years getting back into it. So a hell of a way to start off. I finished with 24-24. So like a seven minute, 52 second pace. Now is that with or without honors? That's the best of the best of the best. Of the course. best of the best. best. Um, for, for runners in my age group, there was 89 of us and I placed 14. 
<laughs> so. 68 survived. <laughs> One MIA. <laughs> Did he fall into the skookle? What happened? <laughs> so Just he turned, himself he in there. Up, he turns up a month from now in Detroit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <sighs> I've fallen into the movie Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave those people alone. They're living in Mad Max times over there. Oh, God, dude. So I think given, you know, the three-year gap and uh, and the conditions and not being ready to run roughly six miles, give or take, um, I don't think that was that bad. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you one way than that. <laughs> It's like, sure. What you could do is you can use that Galaxy watch that I gave you, set that thing up, and you can actually use that to time yourself for 5Ks. Oh, I don't want the government spying on my biometric data. Mike, Mike, you are more on the grid out of the two of us. You think so? Oh, yeah. What makes you think that? I'm going to bleep this whole thing because it's not really anyone's business. Okay, okay, okay. I will say that there is a likelihood that we are maybe plus or minus one deviation away from each other in terms of grid activity. Gridtivity. But also, I could drop off in a moment's notice. You can't. Well, yeah, because I can't let A pay for a mortgage on their own. Right. Speaking of, are we not, like, are are we going to talk about this whole process? Which process? Uh... Me adulting and buying a house. There's that word again. (laughs) Well, yeah, go ahead. Like, between the last episode to this episode, like, my life has changed massively. And we're just tacking this on at, like, the end of after, like, an hour and a half of talking. You know, the feds found one of my gold caches out in the middle of the woods. Do you believe that shit? You didn't read that article in the news? What do you like a Anyway, can we talk about your house? <laughs> what the hell are you hiding in the woods, Mike? I've been hoarding swag for a long time. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Just, just a bunch of tote bags. Oh, it's that swag, you know? Stickers and patches and whatnot. Um, I don't know. Ask me something. <laughs> Did you buy a house? <laughs> hey! What an ass. <laughs> Yeah, way to go, you dipshit. (laughs) Way to join the conversation. So, yes, you bought a house. It has rooms and such. It does. It does, yeah. Uh, I see it as a door back there. Look at that. That is actually a closet in my own personal office. Well, I Big man on campus. Big man on campus. Oh, dead man on campus where you are. Um, so, yeah, I actually have, uh, let's see if I, so, uh, yeah, like, I actually painted the room in different colors, like, I have, like, an accent wall, don't, don't mind the, I plan on putting a sofa there, um, there's still a a lot of planning to put a stove in there, sofa, (laughs) a sofa, you dipwad, (laughs) put a stove there, you know, you're gonna put a stove, you're gonna live in there, you're gonna hold up in there, (laughs) she'll never get me in here, (laughs) So, so I move into this place, and it's more house than I would ever need for my entire existence. Um, 
it's roughly about like 100k more than I actually wanted to spend, but I mean, it's it's nice. You know, it's um, four bedrooms, two full bathrooms, like fully refurnished kitchen, basement underneath. Like it's it's crazy. So now, Mike, that I am a homeowner and I can do what I want with this place. You still have to pay the never- tax. Let the bears pay the bear tax, okay? Rob pays the Homer tax. Pay the Homer tax, damn it. I don't remember if... Do you have memories of always talking about wanting to put in a fireman's pole? Of course. I can do that. Do it. It's it's my house. (laughs) I can put in a fireman's pole if I want right <laughs> and i'm i'm constantly looking around at the floor and the ceiling and seeing like where does it Whoa, why are these separate <laughs> where does it where does it go from here like wh- like like where because the bedroom spans almost the entire house like it's massive upstairs so we could just put a fireman's pole and just leads right right into my office and then Get ready for one sec- the office <laughs> a second a second one that can go into the basement. I can live the dream. I mean, why not? I mean, I only have and a I'm bunker, a- so I only got one floor. But <laughs> <laughs> but you can dig that bunker as far as you want. <laughs> Just so long as I don't hit the ocean again. I mean, uh, Jesus Christ, that was expensive. But <laughs> And I'm already thinking about, okay. Where can I put the false wall? Where can I put the bookshelf that moves? I love that you're talking about building something that's usually reserved for lunatics. Like, <laughs> what? No. False walls? False walls. Like, yeah, like a movable bookshelf. You know, like just something. I've always wanted secret rooms in a place where I lived. Like, 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 like when when we were young, I remember talking about this all the time with you. Yeah, yeah. Remember when we had that like space in the attic that no one knew about <laughs> until until one of us put the put a poke put our foot poked our foot through the fucking ceiling into the laundry room. Okay, so back when back when Mike and I were children, God, I think we had to be like what six and eight, maybe something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You found that area in the attic. So the way the house was designed was the moment you walked into the front doors, there was a flight of steps and a landing. And then the steps continued up to like the main floor. But at that landing was a door to the right and it led into a a dedicated laundry room. Inside the laundry room was another door and it led to this very like sizable attic. You could stand up. It was high. It was very high up. That or maybe we were just short and children. I, In my mind, it was very high up. Yeah. So Mike discovered that you can go around the side of the attic while up there and climb up on top of the laundry room. So there were, you know, some wooden beams up there and Mike and I would just go up and hang out there and just kind of hide out it was and we would bring like snacks and like figures and you know toys to play with and just kind of like stay up there 
Well, our oldest brother saw us go into the attic and he wanted, you know, he wanted to know where we were. Like, where are we going? How come, you know, like, where were we vanishing off to, essentially? So he followed us into the attic and found us above the laundry room. So he decided to try to climb up on top. <laughs> well, so there wasn't a there, there wasn't a floor up there. It was just beams. And in between those beams, it was just insulation. And then under the insulation was just essentially the ceiling of, of, of the laundry room. Right. There was no there was nothing to support the weight beyond the beams. It was just insulation, yeah. beam, insulation, <laughs> beam, insulation, beam. Yeah. Joe not really knowing this or knowing how it all worked because Mike and I, would, we were always up there. Joe did not realize this and stepped in the area between the beams with his full weight. And at this point, Joe was, Joe had to have been 10 because it was 6, 8, and 10 because we're all roughly Wasn't Bob in the laundry room when he did Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. Wait, was she in the laundry room or did she walk in, turn on the light, and then just see Joe's whole leg dangling from the ceiling? I can't remember. It was one of the two, but she was definitely present, like either during or immediately after. But yeah. Then it, oh, my <laughs> God. So, so, we, so, We've always been fascinated with hiding areas, secret forts, you know, and movable walls. In I, I was really trying to avoid that word. <laughs> like this is why this is why when we were younger, uh, we would always go to like the crick or anything. Like we would build like little hideouts in the forts. We built a, I mean, built in the loosest sense of term here, uh, a a structure of sorts behind the pool. In, at that house, uh, you remember, remember when that board came down and went through my lip? I don't remember that. I remember the whole. Th- I remember you being up on the second floor and the whole thing collapsed on top of me. <laughs> I remember that pretty well. There was there was a time uh, during that with the behind the pool thing where a board with a nail in it came down and went through my lip. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was. Um, I had a scar for a long time, but it went away. Uh, I can still feel it on the inside of my mouth, but on the outside, there's nothing. The only reason it didn't knock a tooth out is because I lost one of my front teeth about a week prior. No. It went right through the gap? Yeah. Yeah, I can feel it right now. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Hell there. Wow. So, yeah, it's just, it's just been such a fact. Actually, Why? Why what? Why is it? Why has it been such a fascination for us? Is it? Is it just something uniquely with us, or is this something that like all uh, young children have a fascination with? Because it, well, for me, it never I, went away. Like I, I still. I mean, obviously, for me, like I'm that. talking about building yeah. this in my house right, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I've I've always loved that you know just sort of the the uh, off the radar macabre stuff. You know, it is like. Just like that's sort of a little secret, something that nobody knows about. You know, like even like like hoarding swag. You know, nobody. You know, now I'm talking about it, but you know, no one's gonna be able to find my hoard. But yeah, it's. Uh, I, I mean, I got. I guess there's just something intriguing and you know fun about being like in the know. Yeah, you want to hear something really crazy? I'll t- I'll tell you. You're not gonna believe me, but you can cut my arm off and you can prove it to yourself if you want. 
in the hospital they found this okay i did this a long time ago i actually have uh, a micro sd card which is actually wrapped and sealed in plastic in my arm and when they were trying to draw blood for me they have this thing where they scan your veins and the guy saw the card in the fucking scan <laughs> i never told you that before I did this like years ago. It's 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 crypto accounts and information on a micro SD card. It's it's only like four eggs, but it, it's sort of like uh, laminated. But it's like a cold laminating process where it doesn't f the card up. And it's been in there forever. Cut this out of the episode. But yeah, it's been in there forever. I, oh, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't intend on leaving this in the episode. <laughs> It's a it's a soccer player doing an interview on TV where the they they did the <laughs> second name. <laughs> you don't know you don't know what his name is. It could very well be first name second name. Guy incognito. <laughs>